Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Double G for the Fight Game Podcast. We have a special guest on for our WrestleMania 36 preview show. Someone who I've done, I don't know, a hundred podcasts with before in, in in the lifetime of podcasting for me. None other than Big D. What is going on, my friend? Yeah, bro, you sold me out for the Rocka last year, but... <laughs> This year, you you pulled a Vincent man and realized that when Brock went to UFC, he became a bigger star. And now that I'm back from YouTube, I'm here to draw some money on this podcast. So, uh, yeah, I'm back and uh, discussing, without a doubt, without a doubt, the strangest WrestleMania of all time. Maybe the strangest time period for the world, not just in our lifetime, in our parents' and our grandparents' lifetime, I would say. And some of them lived through the Great Depression. We're, this is a weird time, but uh, yeah, that doesn't mean we can't record from our isolated locations. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're absolutely right. I I, I don't know what the the Spanish flu was like. I don't know what the Great Depression was like. Obviously, right. we've only heard but, about it. But you know, you're you're absolutely right. For our lifetimes, especially, more than likely, we'll never see anything like this again. You know, at least I hopefully, hope not. Hopefully, shit. But. Yeah. But uh, just a a quick, uh, just a quick memory thing for us is uh, for those who uh, are a little bit new to this show, D and I used to record the old, uh, uh, what did we call it? Uh, FGB FGB radio. FGB radio. Yes. What up? What up? We're, t- we're talking about like, um, what would that have been, like early 2010s? 12, 12, 12 years ago, uh, 2008, 2009, because remember, you kind of started, I mean, we did it more in 09, but 08, I think it's when really you started to do a few episodes here and there, you know, and then yeah, 09 I, was more. I mean, you talk talk about like nobody was even really podcasting back then, so it was kind of crazy that we just got our feet wet and we're just getting some reps in, and and uh, and now, you know, we're doing it a little bit more, especially you, like, how is the, the YouTube stuff doing in this time frame? right now i imagine people are watching a lot of youtube because there's you know not a lot of stuff going on is business okay for you well a great question actually um and i can tell you this so the way that and we're going to peel back the curtain a little bit by the way geekdom 101 is your channel Yes, thank you. Uh, that's me. Uh, and World of Geekdom is my second channel where I do talk about wrestling movies and memories and nostalgia and stuff like that. But uh, as far as I'll peel back the curtain on this one a little bit. So the way it works on YouTube is most big companies buy their ads per quarter. So we're literally recording this at midnight on April 1st, um, which is for you, it's still like 9.30 Pacific, but it's basically April 1st now. It is uh, the new quarter, you know, quarter two. Um, So if there's going to be a dip when it comes to ad revenue for the overall platform, it'll be in this quarter as opposed to last quarter. So I was still doing very, very well for myself the first three quarters or first three months of the year. Um, For this quarter, though, I do 
a lot of people who I speak to who are very well versed in this, who have connections, have discussed a 20, 25% drop in ad revenue for the majority of YouTube in the next quarter. And that's mainly because of the fact that we've got a lot of movies being postponed and restaurants not being open. And when it comes to nerd culture, if you cover stuff on YouTube that's nerdy, whether it be Star Wars or anything like that, the majority of your ads are going to be movie trailers. You know, you'll see tons of trailers for the upcoming MCU films and things like that on our videos. But because those have all been postponed, there's probably, not probably, most likely going to be a bit of a drop um, for this quarter. So right now it has not affected me. But again, it just became April 1st a half hour ago. So I couldn't really predict what's going to happen. But the beautiful thing about it, and this is the lesson to be learned, is Got to have an emergency fund. If you can have one, save your money. Because Preparation. Yeah, save your money, man. It's not about how much you make. It's about how much you save. And if YouTube does take a dip, I can happily say that I'll be okay for the rest of the year, if not more, a few years, mm-hmm. liquid-wise. But that's not how it is for everybody. Yeah. Um, so long story short, I'm doing fine right now. But I know you were asking about maybe the COVID uh, impact on us. And it's not really going to be felt until April, May, and June. That's when we're really going to feel it. We'll see. I mean, it's still kind of early. It may not be that bad to like maybe May or June or maybe it'll be it'll be bad now and then better then we just gotta play it by ear so when it comes to the shutdown you work from home that's your business your job is to create your your content creator now even though you do work from home i imagine just being locked inside your house for a lot of the time you're you're probably uh kind of going a little stir crazy there but what have you done have you done anything differently as far as creating content have you changed anything are you doing the same thing like how has that uh process been for you you know with basically what's going on right now it's only been a couple of weeks. We've recorded a lot more shows of the KLB podcast, which is the wrestling podcast that I do with Brandon Draven. That is, for those who don't know. That's you guys the- are. Yeah, you guys are. Actually, you've been doing like weekly stuff recently, right? Pretty much. I mean, we were doing monthly for a while because of scheduling uh, conflicts. But now because he's at home most of the time and I'm at home most of the time. Yeah, we've gotten like four or five shows already in the can uh, like WWE, ironically <laughs> enough. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, that's what we've been doing. A lot more of that. As far as my content goes, um, like on Geekdom 101, I've got I, the thing about Geekdom 101 and, and actually YouTube as a whole is. It's always good to have stuff backlogged. I have videos backlogged until early May. So I've got stuff that I have done. I mean, edited, finished, completed, finished, done uh, for the for the all of April. So luckily, I'm good to go on that. Um, and some other channels are the same way, too. It just depends on how you structure your channel and whatnot. Because right now, you know, in the world of, of, the, of the show that I cover on, on Geekdom 101, Dragon Ball Super, we're at an off season right now. There's no new episodes yet. And there won't be for 2020, most likely. So all we can do now is just provide evergreen content. And right. luckily, the good thing is that it's it's evergreen. So you don't have to um, – you're not restricted by time. But obviously, you want there to be new stuff because you want to cover more stuff. But the point is that uh, it's been the same. I've, I've actually – I've spent a lot more time watching old wrestling than um, anything else, which I do a lot of, as you know, but now a lot more. And so has Draven and other people because it's very hard to watch the current product. I mean, seeing it, both AEW and WWE from these empty arenas, it does take away from the show. And plus, if you've got shows that are like 
showing entire rumbles or entire matches from two or three years ago that we just got done seeing like that might be cool for the casuals who don't have WWE Network or the ones that don't remember those matches but I remember the Royal Rumble from three months ago I remember we watched it all live we all saw it live yeah plus you know uh, don't forget the three way from 2015 I saw that and I was there in New Orleans for Asuka versus Charlotte so yeah it it wasn't like they're they're not going to show stuff from like a long long time ago because you're going to run into the risk of showing dead wrestlers and it's not going to be really in HD like the stuff that's out now so we're not I don't think they're going to show any stuff from before 2008 I really don't think they will Uh, you know whole matches I mean things like that but uh, and also it it highlights the current stars through the current roster but I feel like um it's other it's just hard to watch a three-hour raw it's always been hard to watch a three-hour raw because sitting there and watching the show start to finish it goes on and it drags but now it's even harder because you have no fans you have a limited amount of angles and you have a big chunk of the show being you know stuff matches we've already seen just a few months ago so it just doesn't appeal to me so i have skipped on a lot of stuff i don't even watch smackdown anymore uh since the the covid thing happened not ever but since the covid thing happened uh it really has hurt uh watching this stuff on tv the fans are really important yo okay so i want to get a little deeper in that because i think there are a lot of people like yourself in, in the same shoes but uh, we also, you know, I, I really enjoy the the people who create content uh, as a passion, as a hobby. But the thing that's different about you is you've actually been able to make this your job, which is, you know, rare. Like, you know, there's not a lot of people like you who this is now your livelihood. Like most most content creators, you know, when it comes to blogging or podcasting or video creation, they're doing it as a side a side thing or a side hustle. That's but, how I started. Exactly. But for you, now it's become your main gig. And and I think it's really interesting, at least for, you know, for people also listening who may be interested in in doing something uh, like that. Like, I mean, you know, you mentioned it's, it started as, as a side hustle. Like, what advice would you have for people who are just interested in in diving into something like that? And, and how did you do it and sort of stick to it? And what 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 caused you to to continue to to want to create to continue to create on youtube and and uh, in other places like podcasts uh, that's a loaded question um i mean to be honest with you i don't i've never told you this story i just realized this the entire reason why i even did youtube is because of superfriendsuniverse.com which is the mm-hmm. old website that i used mm-hmm. to have i, I looked the I, one that i named by the way you named the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember you naming the website, <laughs> but, but you named the podcast from 10, from 12 years ago. Now, yes, that was you. Yes. Um, okay. So I looked at the website one day and I said, okay, I'm really, I had a meltdown. Actually, I was talking to Draven at the time on the phone and I literally had a meltdown because I was very unhappy with the content on the website. Most of the creators that were on there that were doing podcasts had pretty much given up or they had other priorities in life. That's what stops a lot of people. It's not they want to stop. It's that you have a family, you have a new job. It takes time away from doing this. So people just couldn't do what I wanted them to do or do what they should have done. And so what happened was I went to YouTube to try to find uh, people to recruit. And I wound up finding people who were less than journalistically ethical, (laughs) if that makes sense. Uh, You know what I mean? A lot of clickbait, a lot of straight up lies. 
And so what I, I just thought to myself, why don't I just do this on my own? And so I had actually started doing videos just for fun, just as, whatever, just for fun, just to talk trash or. Now, you know, now explain how you started. Are you doing them in like, uh, whatever, what, what's the, what's the windows version of oh, a, a video editor? Like, how do you start? Well, I, I just, dude, I started them with, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll start, I started using not any expensive equipment. I used a rock band microphone from the rock band video game that is USB. So it works on your computer. I use windows movie maker. This is for the first two years of my, of my, my channel being alive. And I used uh pick monkey, which actually I still use to make thumbnails. That's it. I didn't go out and buy anything expensive. I just started with that. And I started making videos from a different perspective. Cause what I, what I did when I, first started doing YouTube is I learned from some of, of our um, esteemed people in the wrestling business and that is be completely different be different from everybody else and at that point I was looking at the Dragon Ball fandom my original sort of uh, goals for YouTube were to do Marvel, Star Wars, and Dragon Ball. Those are my three main fandoms on, on Epitome of Geekdom, the original name for my channel and what ended up happening was I found other Star Wars guys that were doing Star Wars better than me, who I'm still friends with. I found some Marvel guys that are doing Marvel better than me. But when it comes to Dragon Ball, I noticed, and I'm not saying this before anybody says anything, this is not an ego thing. I'm not saying that I'm better than everybody else. That's not what I'm saying. But I noticed there was a hole in the fandom for somebody to talk about things from a different perspective. Because uh, there were a lot of people back then in those days were kind of doing the same thing over and over again. So what I chose to do is kind of do something totally different. Like different kinds of videos, different topics that had not been explored yet. With Marvel and Star Wars, you had so many guys covering so many things and they're all great. With Dragon Ball, you had a lot of guys doing a lot of great things, but they there were still some holes there. And so I thought, why not fill the hole? So that's pretty much how I started. And uh, within about seven months, I actually went full, no, nine months, nine months, I went full time. Uh, I actually got fired from a job in December of 2015. And I pretty much came home and told myself, I'm gonna go for this. I'm gonna try and do it full time. And if I can't, within six months, I'll get back in the work field. I wasn't planning on, you know, doing this full time, but I was going to try for just six months because I had enough money saved up to where I could probably pay my bills. I had an emergency fund, again, six months worth of expenses around month five or so. I was going to say, OK, if I, if I can't do it full time, I'm going to start looking for another job. But my channel got bigger and bigger and bigger. And to be honest with you, a lot of it was the right place, right time. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's a lot of advice I can give. But the reality is a lot of it is right place, right time. Because when I started, we literally within, I started my channel on March 2nd. I think it was on April, I want to say April 9th or 10th, we got confirmation of a new Dragon Ball series coming back. Uh, so it had, the series had been off the air for 17 years. And now we've got new episodes. So it was one of those things where I literally, and I had no idea it was going to happen when I first started. I, that wasn't my plan. And that's what really helped me out, right place, right time, and also being different from everybody else. The reality is if you go out there and do the same thing everybody else is doing, chances are somebody already does it better than you, better production, better editing, better this, better that. But if you have a certain kind of voice, a certain charisma, or a certain kind of way of doing it different from everybody else, I think you can make it. I think the important thing is to have self-awareness and just look at what you're doing and say, would I watch this and would other people watch this? And that's, but I also took it very seriously, man. I also looked into a lot of the 
search engine optimization, which is a word that you actually introduced to me. <laughs> I'm an expert at that word now. I'm an expert at this now, bro. Um, but SEO was a big thing. I learned about SEO and algorithms and timing and all this other stuff that just after a while it becomes like a natural thing. So yeah, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's good enough advice. Well, look, look, look. I mean, the bottom line is, is that it starts with a passion. It starts you have with- to have a passion. But I'm sorry, because I don't even interrupt you, but if you don't have that passion, you're going to end up giving up because the minute that you see it as, quote, work, and trust me, like Steve Austin would say, you always have hard days at the office, and this is work. This is a lot of work. What I do takes 12 to 14 hours to get one video done sometimes, sometimes less than that, sometimes eight hours, sometimes three hours, it just depends. I have editors now. When I first started, I had no editors. Now I have editors that I actually pay that help me out. Saves me a lot of time and headaches. But you're right. If you don't have a passion for what you're talking about, whether it be NBA, there's a lot of very successful NBA channels, whether it be um, video games, whatever you're into, if you don't have a real passion for it, you're just going to end up quitting. You're going to quit. And that's the the important thing is don't quit. And if you love something, you won't quit because it's not really work. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, it makes total sense. And, you know, a lot of people listening to this, they're, they're interested in, in, you know, creating content. And Well, I mean, look at Dave, bro. Look, your boy Dave. Dave did, wasn't even a big deal for the first few years that he was around. If he didn't have passion for wrestling, where would he be right now? You know what I'm saying? Can you really write that many words a week and not have passion for it? You know, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that makes sense, right? Yeah, it is. It is. He, I mean, he, he's probably more obsessed than, than most people, but that's, that's just kind of how he is in general. He focuses on that, that one thing. And, and, and sometimes it may take that, but no, I think that was great advice. And, uh, and, you know, I think for those who are listening, who are into blogging or, or podcasts or video creation or whatever, like, you know, I think they totally get where you're coming from, but l- let's get back. to. Uh, I do want to say one thing though about it. People have called me the Dave Meltzer of Dragon Ball. <laughs> And I've shown you some of the screenshots, and I—that's a very high compliment because I—I I, I do consider myself now a, new, a big news guy in the fandom because I have built up sources. That's why I actually good. Well, and that's why I kind of know where Dave, how Dave kind of—we talked about this you and I recently about how sometimes you'll get fed some BS and you have to, you know, figure out what's true and what's not, and it's—it's it's not easy. But um, one thing I regret is. I did not do star ratings for episodes, but the thing is, if I did, everything would be get seven stars because it's all from Japan. See, Dragon Ball's all from Japan, so I have already won. <laughs> Anyways, right, let, yes, wrestling. Let, let, let's let's get back to the wrestling thing. So earlier you mentioned that uh, you were watching a lot of old stuff rather than any of the current stuff, and I don't blame you because the current stuff is garbage. It's it, it's just what it is, right? Like what, like there's. There's no fans. Uh, they're they're trying their best to to put on a product. Now, some people will say they shouldn't be putting on a product, and then others will say, "Well, how do you get paid and 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 still you know and still pay the pay the bills and pay the wrestlers and stuff?" Now, you know, for WWE, they have a you know you you talked about having an emergency fund. They have the emergency fund of emergency funds, right? But they they work as if you know they're going to be broke. Like that's just how Vince McMahon always has been, which is a pretty smart way to work, honestly. But, um, you know, I, I have a little bit of a, a frustration with them because I worry about the risk of putting these guys and, and women in, in the ring and and, you know, the proximity of everybody and, and possibly people getting sick. But the 
idea of making sure that you watch, you know, that that you're watching older stuff to kind of keep your wrestling sort of uh, engine going, like, uh, like explain that part, because you, you could not watch any wrestling whatsoever these days, but instead you're looking to watch older stuff instead of the newer stuff. Well, that's the thing is even before the WWE Network, as I'm sure you know, uh, I had a, ho- a huge collection of, of tapes, uh, VHS tapes. I still have them somewhere in my in my game room. They're put away somewhere. So uh, even before the network, I had a big collection of stuff. And then as the Internet kind of evolved, I was able to get some stuff digitally and things like that, you know, digitize most of my collection. So I would still have a lot of stuff. But the WWE Network makes everything so much easier. People crap on the network, but... I would, I'm never going to cancel a network because there's so much old stuff on there. They have every Raw, every SmackDown, every Nitro, every Thunder. Just going through that is already going to take up a lot of your time. And we're not even talking about the pay-per-views and the, you know, Mid-South and everything else on there. You know, AWA, oh, World Class, all that stuff. Documentaries. There's, it's, it's endless. It's endless. And there's stuff I have never even watched yet that I, I could watch on there pretty easily. But, um... The thing with me is uh, I want to also make this note as well, too, real quick. I was already losing faith in the product prior to the the, CO, the COVID-19 thing because of Super Showdown. Super Showdown really ruined WrestleMania 36 for me because Mania 36 was like going so well. The Royal Rumble was really awesome. The night after the Rumble with Randy Orton, Randy Orton's been killing it, you know, on the mic. On that edge in Orton Angle is, is is awesome. But like, I feel like, you know, Super Showdown, it destroyed Bray Wyatt and it gave us two matches I didn't even care about. And then the SmackDown the next night was horrible. So even if, even if like, and then also seeing Undertaker come back and kill AJ Styles, Super Showdown hurt like four matches for WrestleMania, dude. It really hurt it. <laughs> dude, the show was, was, was a sinking ship if you ask me. Uh, and so it's one of those things where like I was already losing faith in the show, but at least I had Drew and Brock and Orton and Angle or Orton and uh, uh, Edge to look forward to. But then it sort of became like, okay, well, you know what? At least I can hang out with my friends. My birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. My friends are gonna stay for that. Like I was, I was I have friends come down and visit me, and we're gonna go to the show, you know, for a couple weeks, long vacation. Now because of this pandemic, none of that's happening, and. It kind of sucks, and it makes me wish that I would. I would have preferred to have a show than not to have had a show. If that okay, so, so so explain this for the people who don't know. The the WrestleMania was supposed to be in your hometown. Yes, Tampa. Well, yeah, pretty much my hometown. I live. I don't live in Tampa, but I live next to Tampa. Yeah. So we. Ha- I had tickets, bro. I got my tickets right here. I always do this on uh, on the KLB. Those are my tickets. I slapped the microphone with them. Those are my actual <laughs> WrestleMania tickets, bro. And they're literally for a show that will never happen. But that that's also why for, uh, you know, this was a little bit more, you, you were paying a little bit more attention and, and a little bit more focus because you were having WrestleMania in, in where you live and you were having people come over and you were kind of, you know, hyped about that. But now that, you know, it's not going to be in Tampa, next year it's going to be in L.A., who right. knows where it's going to be in the future. Like, you kind of got ripped off because of uh, the coronavirus here. No, the coronavirus has actually caused a major problem in my life for various, various reasons um, in my personal life as well as in my life, like... Um uh, for wrestling you know, it has like coronavirus and not just mine I mean other people I but I can't sit here and complain dude because there's people who can't even breathe now 
You know what I mean? There's people who are on their deathbed right now because of this thing. So I think I'm doing all right compared to them. You know what I mean? But as far as uh, this show was concerned, even though maybe the the lineup wasn't uh, super, uh, I guess, you know, the build was was good for some stuff, not good for other stuff. But, you know, it looks like the big the big show is going to be next year in L.A. At least that's what they're pushing. But still, you had WrestleMania in your hometown. It didn't happen. And now you get to watch it in an empty arena. And we're going to go over it in, in a second here. But um, how, like just the whole thing, how it kind of happened, like it couldn't have gone any worse for people who were so psyched to watch the show in Dude, Tampa. The Royal Rumble was so good. That was the best Royal Rumble we've had in we've had. That's the best Royal Rumble that we've had. In what, 10 years since the Alberto Del Rio Rumble 2011? That's the best one we've had. They got Drew over. Adam came back. You know, we had that awesome Raw with Randy Orton, right? And they were getting over uh, Shayna Baszler. Like, there were things, you know, Rhea Ripley. There were some good matches, yo. We had a potential for some great matches, yo. And now, I mean... I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't really have much interest in the show now. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Like we're gonna talk about it, but I don't, my interest level has. I'm gonna watch it. It's just, it's not what it was. Rumble time, and it's slowly gone down. Not just because of the bad bookings. The bad booking already hurt the show, but you know, the Corona made it like this is not even this is not even WrestleMania anymore. This it's not it's not WrestleMania anymore, man. And the fucked up, the sad thing about this is that in the future, this is gonna be erased from history. Like when they do their video packages showing like the Pontiac Silver Dome and the Houston Astro Dome and, you know, the Toronto Sky Dome, right? They're going to show the Performance Center. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. This WrestleMania is, is going to be, it will be the literal redheaded stepchild of WrestleMania. It's going to be worse than WrestleMania 2. Worse, at, least, at least we get, we get you know, Ray Charles clips once in a while, you know, and maybe Andre throwing bread over the top of the Battle Royal. 11? Know, 11, 9, like all of these are going to be way more ignored than those all right so let's take a quick break and then i'll come back and and uh, d and i will talk about the uh, the entire card and our thoughts on how they're doing this and what to expect come this weekend for wrestlemania 36 let's talk about our friends at bet online with currently no nba nhl mlb you may think there's nothing to bet on well you'd be wrong Our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. And like Dee and I are talking about, you can even bet on WrestleMania matches. Visit their website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Okay, we're back with uh, with Big D here. Before we get into the card, um, what do you think of the idea for Vince McMahon to continue this show during this time frame rather than postponing it? I think what he should have done. I mean, again, everybody has their opinion. I understand why. I, 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 I somewhat understand why. Knowing that Roman Reigns has an immune deficiency problem because of his leukemia, they should have kind of figured that out like a month ago. But OK, let's put that aside. 
I think what they should have probably done is tried to postpone it for like June and just made done a show that weekend, but not called it WrestleMania. Maybe called it like old school, like the road to WrestleMania or the march to WrestleMania. Because if they would have called it like the march to WrestleMania, right, it would have been sort of mostly promo heavy, you know, lots of promos and video packages, one or two matches from Empty Arena on that Sunday night. Because they've done this before in 93, in 94, I think in 92, they also did the march to WrestleMania, right? Like a TV special on USA Network, but done it on the network, you know, and just done it like that, right? Had like a show in the Performance Center with promos and then build up to June. Now, obviously, dude, it's a very difficult debate, man, because you've got angles that are supposed to peak at this point. You've got like, you know, matches that are supposed to peak at this point. But I feel like in this case, I think the fandom would understand. Honestly, I think the fandom would definitely understand. All right, let's talk about these matches now. Some of these matches are not even finalized because for some reason, rather than just announce what the card is going to be, they need to make sure that their stories connect on Raw and SmackDown. And thus we have stuff like Goldberg versus Roman Reigns still on the books uh, when it comes to their promotion, even though we know that uh, Roman is off, like you said, and and Braun Strowman is the one who is taking on Goldberg. But we'll do our best here. Uh, Some of this stuff is subject to change. We have some ideas on what some of this stuff is, but we also there's also the possibility that what we uh, what we are going to talk about is completely changed by the time WrestleMania is coming. But yeah, and and for the record, it's already been taped. The show's yep. already in the can, totally. but they've been really good about keeping spoilers to a minimum. Yeah, I mean, we we knew the Roman thing, and there's uh, something around the Miz, and uh, there's something around the tag title match with uh, with uh, our boy Andrade out of that match. But we'll we'll get to those uh, as we go down the line here. I, there's really no r- order here because there, WrestleMania is on two nights, so there's a Saturday night show with one main event. There's a Sunday night show with another main event. Right. They have not even said how they're going to split the two cards up, which is kind of frustrating. Especially uh, if you're if you're one of those suckers in the backwoods who doesn't have the network and has to pay with over the air. Oh my you god! E- you don't even know what you're paying for. Exactly. So w- w- I'm just I'm, I'm just listing matches. I kind of tried to put them in some sort of order, but this is no way going to be the order that that you're going to see either show on Saturday or Sunday. So let's just get started. So uh, the the match that I was looking most forward to before everything happened was Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre because I uh, so if you remember when uh, when Roman got hurt or not got hurt but when Roman uh, had the had the issue with the leukemia like you said last year they had to take the belt off of him and um and and the idea was okay you know what are we going to do and and so my my thought was let's just push Drew McIntyre he had just right. come back right I want to see this guy like he's a he's a guy who's not overstayed his welcome. He's still fresh for for this audience. They had so. buried him at the time. Remember when he squashed Kurt Angle on Raw? We were like, OK, this is they're going to go with this. Exactly. Guy. So yeah. he is he wins the Royal Rumble and now he faces Brock Lesnar. My one worry is that if they do put the title on him, it means absolutely nothing because of the yep. the stakes here. Yeah. But uh, Brock Roman or Brock Roman, Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. What are you thinking about here? Well, there was a rumor that the match might not even happen, but if we're going with the match happening, uh, okay, for WrestleMania 36 at the stadium, Drew McIntyre wins in a, in a good little back and forth. Uh, for And not a, a three-minute match. It would have to be a bit longer than that, maybe 10 minutes. Um, for this show, double count out. 
I would post <laughs> for real, dude. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. I'm actually serious for this show. Dude, it's not going to mean anything. Double count out it and we'll have them come back next year. Okay, I'm so, serious. Like I know it sounds dumb, but Okay, dude, but if it's like, one of the main events, you're going to end WrestleMania with a double count out? Don't have it be one of the main events. If you can book what match goes where, have one of the women's matches go on after. So, um, I don't like that. I'm just telling you what, what, what the best, what's best for business as far as, uh, saving Drew's big pop goes. Now, could you postpone the title change for something like SummerSlam or does it not mean enough as, as, as much as WrestleMania means? It, it's not going to mean as much, but maybe, maybe they should save it for next year's WrestleMania, bro. Like have Drew beat him in LA if they you know if the show's even going to be in LA I mean we'll see it should okay, still but what be if they what if they Lex Luger, Lex Luger Yokozuna him though Drew's going to lose a ton of uh, fan favor here well that's something you have to figure out but you know you take that day by day you know what I mean like you can't make a decision yet uh, on that I think we have to wait until we honestly do we have to wait the idea right now should be to stall we have to wait to see where the world's going to be if, if, if WWE comes back in June with doing live shows again and the attendance is still kind of down, I think you should wait a little bit, a little bit longer. I think it'll make sense to wait a little bit longer. Um, you could even have Heyman come out on Raw and say, you can't get another shot at the bell as long as Brock's champion. Then you have him win the Rumble again. You know, it seems like it's repeating itself. But again, there are extreme circumstances here, man. Like we have a real global problem right now that's mm -hmm. beyond WWE. So these kinds of things, I think are going to be accepted. So I would actually go with that. You can't have Brock beat this guy because it's going to be like, it's going to piss off a lot of people, I think, if Brock beats him. And you can't have him win because it's not going to mean anything. So double count on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I still think he probably wins, uh, but I, I don't. I have no idea what they could do with it to, um, I don't know if they could, uh, when he does win, you know, some baby faces come out of the locker room or something and, you know, make sure you have less than 10 people in the ring, whatever they do. Oh my God, you're right. I didn't even think of that. But I mean, think about it, like this whole visual of him kicking Brock in the mouth and knocking him out and the crowd chanting one, two, three, you know, in the big stadium. That's how you make a star. That's a star being made. And even if it's not a big stadium, even if it, let's say that WrestleMania was in Mass Square Garden or the Staples Center, right? A smaller arena. It still has the crowd in it. You know, the, the, the Rosemont Horizon. But in front of nobody? Is the Rosemont Horizon still around? Yeah, I went to it. It's called the Allstate Arena. Oh, okay. So they just renamed the building. Yeah, it happens a bunch of times, man. It happens here too. Like the, the 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 arena we have here was the Ice Palace. Then it became the St. Pete Times Forum. Then some other forum, uh, the Tampa Bay Times Forum, and then the uh, Amelie Arena. You know how it is. People well, because the, the, I mean, well, the bull the Bulls play in a different stadium. So they play I in the United Center, right? Yeah, which is actually really bad for wrestling because uh, it's good for basketball, but it's bad for wrestling because apparently if you sit in the high risers, they go back like too flat. So if you're sitting in like the final four or five rows up in nosebleed, you don't see anything. You see nothing like it's it's impossible to see. And also uh, for basketball, it's different because you have a big court for for wrestling, though. There's a lot, you know, it's a smaller ring and uh, it just, it's not as effective. And also the building is in the middle of downtown Chicago, whereas Rosemont's in one of the suburbs mm -hmm. and the, and the parking in Rosemont's a breeze. Whereas in Chicago United Center, we're talking about like 40, 50 bucks for parking. I know why they run that building, bro. And plus it also sounds good uh, when you're alive. So I'm just letting you know that's, a, I've been to the buildings now and know the differences.
All right, so uh, you mentioned Edge and Randy Orton is something that you're looking forward to. Are you looking forward to it in the same venue, no, though? No, I'm not looking forward to this whole show, bro. Like, this show should be postponed. I've said it before, and I will always feel that way. Um, I, I am looking forward to seeing the match. I'm worried about Edge's neck, but I'm not that worried because I'm pretty sure he'll try to be safe with it. Um, it's just, again, last man standing is more effective in front of a crowd because they count along with the finish. You have good near falls. I think this could actually close one of the nights. I I do feel it's possible to close one of the nights. Not sure, but it's possible it could. Um, you think, you think, think Edge wins? I think Edge wins. But that doesn't mean the program's over. That could keep going. If the program does keep going, though, I would hope that Randy wins, don't you think? Possibly. Depends on how they do it. I mean, they could also do something creative where, like, Beth is, like, you know, like, Randy's about to kill Edge. Then Beth comes out to, like, stop him from doing it. And then what ends up happening is, you know, like she actually edge goes for a spear. Randy moves. He spears Beth. He's all freaking out over it. I just booked the finish right now, by the way. <laughs> like I always do on here. He's all freaking out that he speared his own wife. RKO one, two, three. Then you keep it. You can do something like that. Something creative like that. You know, we need to get, bro. they got Michael Hayes in the back, bro. Come up with a good finish. I mean, get, come on. You know what I mean? Do you think he's wearing his canary yellow suit while he's in the back? I hope so. I hope right. so. I, I don't know about the racism, but I hope he is wearing the canary oh, yellow man. suit. So uh, Goldberg, like we mentioned, was supposed to face Roman Reigns. That whole thing was a little weird because they had Goldberg take the title off of the Fiend, who was unbeatable. Right. And now... Terrible, 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 terrible idea. Roman is off the show, um, rightfully so. And he actually, I, I saw a People magazine uh, article on him, and he's just saying, you know, he's doing it for his family and stuff. Smart. He's got uh, but, money. He'll be okay. But, but uh, now Braun Strowman, who was not even on this show because he was in this weird feud with uh, Sami Zayn. Callen, I'm saying, yeah, Sami Callen. Sami Zayn with Shin, uh, Nakamura and Cesaro. And now all of a sudden he's in, you know, one of the top four or five important matches on the show against Goldberg. Uh, I don't know. Kind of like a, it's, it's a cluster of a situation. And so I don't really blame uh, Braun or Goldberg for it, but I do blame Vince. Like we, we should, right. you know, he had right. some time to sort of figure this out, and he was pretty stubborn about it. But well, that was, just that, that was this- more of a money match. But this is not a money match really anymore. No, it's not. And I know I understand the whole mentality behind Roman and Goldberg being a money match, um, but it didn't need the title. If you ask me, it never needed the title. Uh, they, they, they literally think about this. They sacrificed the fiend to get Goldberg over against Roman, and now we're not even getting that match. So you literally just killed the fiend for no reason, uh, which is stupid and very, very, very short sighted of WWE. I don't care what meltdowns Vince has had; it was very, very big mistake to do that. That being said, there's no way Goldberg loses here. He will defeat Braun Strowman with at least three spears, and that'll be the match. Because he's not going to be able to jackhammer him. That's exactly why I'm saying he's not going to be. He couldn't even jackhammer Fat Bray Wyatt or The Undertaker, bro. He's not going to jackhammer. I'm pretty sure that, dude, I'm pretty sure that Braun weighs more than Bray Wyatt. So I'm sure he does. Forget it. Forget it. It's not happening. Just don't even go for it. Spear him a few times. And you know what? Even if he does go for it, it's botched. Because this WrestleMania is taped, they could just have Kerwin Stifles or Kevin Dunn do some editing work. You know they you know they're gonna do that, right? You oh, know for a they fact bet, they should. That. They definitely should. They might actually like record some of these matches in segments, bro, and like you know because they used to do that um, many many years ago. So uh, like on SmackDown tapings, we've heard stories of guys repeating their matches. So yeah, uh, but John the point Cena. Is, that that's why he was on SmackDown. 
Well, that's a good example. The one that comes to mind, if you want to go back, was a Tajiri and Rhino wrestling twice on SmackDown because Vince got mad. Or if you want to go even further back, the Ric Flair, Randy Savage title change on primetime wrestling. Remember, that match was filmed twice because Vince hated the first one. Oh, so, yeah. Great. Rick talks about it in his book, I think. And so does Bray. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, I see. I don't see Goldberg. Goldberg will hold on to this title. Until WWE is back on like regular uh, rotation of shows, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I know. I agree. It, 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 you know, Goldberg should keep the this this title. Uh, what do you think about, or what have you thought about so far of how Shayna Baszler has been booked? Uh, she put uh, Becky Lynch in the what do they call it? The, the, the it's not the rear naked choke on WWE. For I everybody. call it the rear naked choke, bro. I don't. I, I I know what you're talking. I just know the name of the move. Yeah, she did. She put her in it, and then she smashed her into the table. Apparently, yep. but I mean, do you do you think Shayna is is uh, not good? Good is not the the right word, but you know, is she capable of being a main player on this WWE roster? Uh, I think she is, but the rumors is that Vince is not like her, and that's already bad. So Paul Heyman's pushing for her. Vince does not like her, supposedly, from what we've heard, and that could usually spell doom for her. So I feel like, I, I feel like by the Rumble, around the Rumble time, I thought 100% she's going to win this match and then hold on to the belt for a year until Ronda comes back and they do Ronda and Shayna next year. You know the best friends going, you know, the 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 horsewomen explode, or whatever. But I feel like if Vince really does not see a future with her, Becky could just beat her, and that's it. You know what I mean? I think they should go with her, but it's not my choice. I would go with her, but I could totally see Becky winning this. So we saw the photo of Kane Velasquez and Ronda Rousey at... Don't remind uh, me of that guy, bro. <laughs> wait, Bob. I'm, I'm, don't worry. I'll tie this in correctly. So. I'm glad Kane didn't didn't wrestle freaking Goldberg instead of Braun, bro. I'd rather be <laughs> Braun. Oh, thank God. So you know that Kane posting that photo of him and Ronda at... Uh, were they at uh, WWE Towers or Titan Towers or whatever? Is that where that picture was? I didn't see the picture. Okay, so... Literally so, never saw that picture until you just mentioned it now. So I believe uh, Kane and Ronda were at WWE headquarters. It, it may, I'm almost sure it was WWE headquarters. But anyways, so Kane posts a photo of him and Ronda on Twitter, and uh, he kind of is like, they're, they're like, what the hell, dude? Like, you're not supposed to post this photo of Ronda. Like, people aren't supposed to know that, you know, Ronda's like hanging out at WWE headquarters or whatever. So he, well, she's he, always going to be invited in, though. You know what I mean? Sure, no, 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 sure, but I think the reason why they got mad is probably because they were talking about maybe what you were talking about, which is, you know, whenever she's going to return. So right. if, like you said, if there is a story of Shayna winning this match and then Shayna and Ronda uh, next year, or Shayna versus Ronda versus Becky, or what, some some form of a match, then some I— Some Ronda return, yeah. I agree with you that Shayna should win— but if that doesn't happen and and Ronda is not in the near future, then maybe then maybe Becky can can still uh, can, should win this match. I mean, she's pushed as one of the bigger stars in the show. So uh, yeah, so I agree with you. I I, I think uh, you know what you just said is is pretty smart. So but, but I, maybe we, that'll maybe that'll give us an idea of where they're going. 
Well, we've also got to also think about this. If Shayna does not win, where does that leave Shayna? And more importantly, who's going to be a future opponent for Becky? Now, again, we're talking about this in the sense that we don't even know when WWE is going to go back to normal again. It might not be until June, July, maybe even late May. So... This is a weird show, man, because the, we can't book these finishes logically because we don't know what the world's going to be like. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, this is this is a, just a, a very strange show to, to even talk about as we're doing this. So, have you been watching NXT and AEW Weekly? Um I was watching both weekly until sometime earlier this year. Um, I tended to watch more AEW than, than NXT, but then I kind of, what happened was I would have NXT recorded in the uh, DVR, but then I would never actually get to watching it, except I would go back. If something big happened, I would watch it, but I did miss a few episodes. So did you see sort of the culmination of Rhea finally beating Shayna and how they they did the whole- Yes, uh, you know, yes. So, so, you know- Which she, was weird they gave it away- on television before the Portland show. I should have been at the Portland show, if you ask me. So, you know, now now you were fast forwarded a few months here and she's going heads up against Charlotte. Do you how do you think she's been booked since uh, since being NXT champion? Not as strongly as Shayna, but still good. I, I think the Charlotte match will be good, and that's a match that anybody can win and it's okay. So I kind of agree with you, though. If Charlotte does win this match, it's going to be kind of weird if she comes back to NXT as a champion. Well, it's going to help them kind of elevate NXT a little bit. You know, I'm not sure what Charlotte means for ratings numbers against AEW, but the women's division will improve in NXT a hell of a lot with Charlotte being there. She could also be like a player coach type of thing where she can help out like the the really new girls get better. Uh, and I think that's a great spot for her right now because her career is far from over. So why not have her in there to help improve the other ladies and then have Charlotte still have a championship that still has value while also helping NXT out? I only see positives from Charlotte being on NXT. So the reason why I don't think she's going to win is because I don't think they want to take her away from uh, from WWE television and she didn't really work uh, as far as ratings were concerned when she did her couple of stints on NXT like her, her segments were okay but well if NXT goes on the road though like we've been hearing they're gonna need somebody some players like Charlotte man yeah that, I mean if they do that 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 could be something there uh, so uh, John Cena and Bray Wyatt so John Cena makes this uh, this terrible <laughs> terrible angle on SmackDown when they I'm talking about the first one yeah when he salutes it was Cena come I'm sorry Cena comes back and says, I don't want to take a spot from somebody at WrestleMania. And then he takes a spot from somebody at WrestleMania. I just, God, it was bad. It was so lazy, dude. Like, what happened to this company? They used to, they, they were never the best at putting thought into everything. But at one point, when you had a star on the level of John Cena, you always gave him an angle. And this is what they gave him, bro. Oh, it's just bad. I mean, I mean, you look at this show. They have like 16 matches or something like that. It's like, so can you imagine? But can you imagine booking a wrestling show or a big show like WrestleMania and having to have stories for 16 matches? Well, I mean, obviously you, you can't. Russo make it work in a, in a bad way, but you can't you can't do that. But with somebody at the level of John Cena, it's, what it's not about having stories for every match. But if you're bringing back John Cena, who has not wrestled for two years at WrestleMania, and you're having him face off against Bray Wyatt, who he has worked at WrestleMania in New Orleans in uh, 2014, 
You've got a ready-made angle already there. You don't have to have the salute and everything. You could have just had Bray Wyatt lay out John Cena and then tell him, I'm mad that you beat me at WrestleMania 30, which they wound up doing eventually. They still use that story, but I feel like it didn't have to be Cena coming out saying, I'm not taking a spot from somebody else. Or you do it to where Bray Wyatt lays out Cena to where he has to take a spot from somebody else, where he feels like he must, or he gets convinced into doing it by... Nikki Bella, he's not even with her anymore. Whoever, bro. But, but can you just think like, obviously they did not know that this was going to happen before the idea. No, but Cena they was coming back. No, but, but still, they, they, it was lazy. It was lazy. You not, can't deny it was lazy. But what I'm saying is, is now like you're John Cena, you're you're a semi decent motion picture actor, you know, semi-movie star. People know who you are now. He's going like, to be a big one when Fast 9 comes out, brother. Exactly. Why Why do you come back to WrestleMania in an empty arena? Like, it's just, I want, like, okay, so 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 let, let's, let's do a comparison here. Okay, this is completely hypothetical. Let's say WWE decides that The Rock and or Stone Cold Steve Austin were going to wrestle on this show. Oh, my God. The coronavirus happens. Oh, How quickly would Rock or Austin make sure that they did not have a match on this WrestleMania? Yeah, but I feel like Cena already gave them a commitment, and you know well, he's one of those guys. They, they would have, they could have given a commitment too, but they, there's no way that Rock or Austin would be seen wrestling on this show. I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, the show shouldn't even ever happen, bro. Well, I, I mean, you, you know, you know, John, John has definitely been a company man. I just, I, I mean, just, what about the Undertaker? What about the Undertaker? He's an older guy, banged up, obviously. Why is he on this show? Well, I mean, he's he's there for the payday, obviously, but he doesn't have a Hollywood career. That's to, a good point. Yeah, you know, to it, like it, like if you're Hollywood, like John's agent, I'm sure is like, dude, do you really want to wrestle in front of zero people right. on this weird show? Like, you know, like maybe maybe let's let's figure out a way to to get out of this. But you know, John again, John's company man. He's you know he's very loyal to to Vince and and everything. So I, I get why he's doing it. But but I just can't imagine big, bigger, you know, someone like The Rock going like, you know what? I'm making my comeback match and I'm going to stick with this empty arena match. It's I so agree with weird. you. No, you're not going to hear an argument from me. Okay. So it, speak, it, it, yeah. Speaking of The Undertaker. Uh, his. By the way, I think Bray Wyatt wins. So anyway. I, I hope so. I sure hope so. Right. Um, speaking bone of The yard. Undertaker. Yeah. In a, in a, in a Boneyard uh, match with uh, AJ Styles and The Undertaker. I I feel like they're like overexposing the hell out of the Undertaker during this build. Like and I don't I, I've never yeah. wanted to see him less ever in my life. And I like the Undertaker. I've never been the biggest fan of him, but like he cuts this promo on Raw where he's was talking a good about Well, okay, it, it, it's it, the, the delivery wise, it, it was good. The problem that I had with it is it was so cliched. He used every possible Undertaker, uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 biker Undertaker character cliche that he ever used. Cash and checks that you're at, you know, ask can't cash or all the. Yeah, all but that we, we stuff. don't have Jr. Cohen and Booger Red, unfortunately. So that's, <laughs> that would have been better. Yeah. Like I, I just, I, I was, just, I was just like, look. 
this guy is talking about AJ Styles didn't come to the WWE to face Booker T and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm like, when was he ever a star during that during that time? So the Undertaker had his timeline wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just like, okay, like Undertaker delivered it well, but he looks old and it was super cliched and it was WWE speak and it was old fashioned. Like I was, I was out on it, but he just seems like, like this is the, the one time where I'm like, the Undertaker is wrestling on a big card and he has overstayed his welcome. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think this match, when it first got announced, when the Observer first broke the story, I was hyped. Because, yes, AJ's 41 but and Taker's older, but they can still put together something good. I wasn't expecting to be Shawn Michaels and Tyler Taker level, but they both have very similar like mindsets about how to put together a match. So they would have figured something out. But when they, they ruined this match at Super Showdown, having Taker chokes, barely get him up for the choke slam, and then just pin him one, two, three after being fresh, you killed the freaking finish. You killed all that stuff. And then when they showed him again at LMS Chamber when he double choke slammed um, the OC, he just looked really old. And the thing about Taker is people have said he's looked old for years, but now he actually looks old. Like I feel like even like a couple of years ago against Cena, against Roman Reigns, he didn't really look that old. Now I think he looks old because now he's having trouble doing basic moves. And how is this match going to even work? Well, now they have it all gimmicked out so they can work around it. I, I, I just don't care. I mean, I, I never thought I would say that, but I I just do not care, dude. And it could have been so much better. And I feel like AJ is going to get thrown to the wolves. I hope not. I hope he gets an impressive win. If he gets a win, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a banana peel kind of thing. But I don't know. I don't, oh. I don't know what positive it is for AJ to be in this match. Or okay. the Undertaker. Well, well, no, the positive for the Undertaker is that AJ's still a great worker, and so he can make this match halfway decent. But for AJ, I don't know what the, the benefit of this is. Oh Well, if he beats the Undertaker, it could help out his career, but I don't think he needs it at this point in his career. If he had wrestled Taker in 2016 when he first came into the company, I could totally see why getting that win would have been huge. But now I don't think it I, I don't think beating Undertaker is it's still somewhat of a big deal, yeah. but it's not to the level that it was before. And a lot of that's because the match itself would it even have been that great. See, I I don't know. I they're both pretty banged up, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um it's like the right match of the wrong year. I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm not expecting a ton. Well, they're going to use smoke and mirrors, and they're going to use editing tricks to make it better. That's the thing. This WrestleMania or not, is not going to have any blown spots because it's going to be all edited, so it doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> That's the one thing we can say about this show for sure. So, so two guys who are doing a pretty good job at carrying a lot of these shows that have been in empty arenas, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Well, they worked empty arenas for years, so they would know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Kevin Owens is, uh, I, I have been a big, um, I haven't been the biggest fan, and I've been a little hard on him because. Because he's fat. You don't like no, fat. No, not because not he's fat. Uh, though, though, you know, he he could have worked a little harder, you know, w- with his shape when it when, when Jim Jim Cornette told him to. But rotund. But but look, you know, he as a baby face, he is a pretty good baby face. And Seth is, you know, Seth, Seth is Seth. He's he's a good he's a really good 
uh, wrestler. He he can cut a promo, but he comes across as such a WWE universe created machine that he can get annoying. But I I feel right. like these guys these guys have a lot of chemistry together. I expect them to have a fun match. Now, like you said, if it was in front of twenty thousand people, it would probably be ten times better. But this is the one match where I'm like, okay, I have faith that they're going to do something that is at least compelling because they have a good feud. Seth is doing a good enough job being that chicken, you know, chicken shit heel. Right. And uh, Kevin's a good baby face. So I, this is the one match where, you know, I think Edge and Orton will be fun, but I do think that they'll need that crowd. This is the match where I'm like, okay, like they may, I think they'll be able to do something here. Right, right, right. I was at the, I was actually at the Raw that this angle started, which is the night after Survivor Series. I was there in the building. I wasn't even supposed to go, but somebody had to got tickets and they were like, you want to go? I was like, yeah, I'll go. You're, you're paying. I'll go. So that was kind of <laughs> nice of them. But um, uh, even if this match was in front of a hundred people at Ring of Honor or PWG, but it's those fans, it would have been freaking fire. Yeah, it's it's not going to be in front of anybody. I mean, the only, the one thing we can count on is their their buddies like you know Murphy and like the AOP. They'll probably be at ringside to provide some you know some wackiness, some commentary. Right or yeah, some commentary, some cool spots here and there, but uh, it's it's a work rate match, you know. And it, it, this is the one match that probably should go like twenty minutes. Actually, you know I heard I, mean? I heard Murphy. There, there was something going on with him. He may, maybe he wasn't able to be there or something. So we'll, yeah, maybe we'll he's see. sick. And the Miz can't. Well, we'll talk about that whenever you're ready. Well, that's you, the next you, thing. The next thing yeah. is the original yeah. match was the Miz and Morrison against the New Day against the Usos, and it sounds like that that did not happen. And the Miz was sick, which was the part of the reason why Roman uh, pulled out of his match. And it sounds like there was it's, it's got turned into a ladder match of some sorts. Maybe yeah, it's like basically Morrison against one of the Usos in a ladder match for the tag belts. No new day at all, just one on one. Interesting. Yeah, they're thought, doing a Vince well, Russo. I mean, why not? Why not add one of the new day guys in that match? Make it a three-way ladder match? I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're sick too. I have no idea. I mean, you're asking the wrong guy. I, there's so many mysteries about this show. Um, I was gonna say Vince Russo, and I actually didn't mean that because the idea of like a singles match for the tag belts that's actually happened before Russo. That, that's Russo did not invent that. That's been something that wrestling has done for years. Um, it's dumb, yeah, but WCW did it before Russo went there. It's not really a Russo thing. But uh, it, a la- they're going to do a ladder match. All right, great. You know how I feel about John Morrison. Not really a fan of his. Um, so uh, it'll be like your stunt match, but it's going to suck to do these stunts in front of nobody. We've said yep. that over and over again, yep. but they got to fill out the card somehow, even though they shouldn't have even done this damn short show to begin with. We keep saying that also. I don't repeat myself. All right, so Bailey against uh, Naomi, against Sasha Banks, against Tamina. And originally, Lacey Evans was in this match, but it sounds like she got pulled out. I thought they pulled Dana Brooke out. No, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm wrong. Lacey Evans is in this match. They pulled out Dana Brooke. Yeah. um, Because she was not feeling well. And now it's a five-way. Now it's five-way, yeah. Yeah. It's it's whatever. It's your women's you know spot match. It, it won't go very long. It's a good. I, it'll be a good opener. It's a good opener. You know I think. I, mean? I think the idea is pro, is they're going to lay the foundation for a possible Sasha versus Bailey match. You mean the, the few that they laid the foundation for four years ago and still haven't <laughs> done yet? We yeah. we talked about that four years ago, <laughs> and they still haven't done the feud. Well, you know, Sasha gets hurt, and they, they or, don't know or, what they want to do with Bailey's character. They're, they're both laying out in the hotel, and like Starfish, <laughs> in the, whole, the hotel lobby. Yeah, that's whatever. 
Um, it's the weakest of the women's title matches on this on, on this uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, so uh, the other match that got changed, and they announced the uh, the change on Raw. So the, originally, the Street Profits were supposed to face Angel Garza and Andrade for the tag titles. This is a weird change, if you ask me. No, and so I wanted to get your take because you know that's what part. Uh, the other reason why I wanted to know if you watch NXT is in the last like two or three weeks, Austin Theory has been pushed on NXT like crazy. But no, act, but actually he lost. He lost to Tyler Breeze uh, yeah, the but last he's show. A, but he's getting a bunch of TV time, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He's been on TV a lot. He, he looks like someone who is uh, in their future plans, which is good. He's, he's, he's a prospect that, you know, that he, he's someone who's definitely ha- has talent and, and someone they should definitely uh, try and mold into, into what they want. But yeah, for he's him, a guy who's actually worked down here a lot. That's what I was going to ask you is if you've yeah. seen him before. Not live, but I know he's worked down here. He was the FIP champion for Evolve, you know, FGG Gabe, as you call him. We're not going to say what that means <laughs> on the air. FGG Sapolsky. But uh, anyways, figure that one out. But yeah, he's he's got a lot of potential, bro. He's one of those guys from that camp. So I, he still has a few more years left before he should. He should I mean, look, dude, the fact that he's on WrestleMania... They really see something in that guy. Because he, he's not ready, in my opinion, but what do I know? I'm not Paul in a Levesque, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but out of all the guys on that NXT roster who aren't in current programs, because I get, you know, they're, they're going to do all of those NXT takeover matches on right. NXT TV coming up. So you can't put those guys in, but there's other guys on that well, roster. Well, you can. You could put in Matt Riddle or whatever, Keith Lee, or any of those guys. You could put them in. If uh, wanted to th- have I'm, him lose. Th- th- I'm actually surprised um, that they did not turn Punishment Martinez. No, that they didn't turn uh, Carrillo. I am too, actually. Well, it was supposed to be a four way match um, with all Mexicans for the U.S. title, and then Ray and it, got Ray, and Ray's then Ray, sick. yeah, he stuck. Well, he's stuck in. It's not that he says that he's stuck in, in in California. Isn't that what they said? Oh, like, I, stuck I, there? I, I don't know. I, I I thought that he wasn't feeling well, but maybe you're right. Yeah, they said that he was stuck in California. He couldn't. He was quarantined there. But uh, it was supposed to be. A, it was supposed to be originally what Ray and Andrade in a mask versus title match or mask versus hair, lucha de apuestas, and then it became the four way. And now it's just whatever this is. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, um, Alistair Black against your favorite Bobby Lashley with he Lana. is my favorite. Alistair Black should win. It, uh, it's just a match. Yeah, it's just a there's total no match. angle here. And another just a match. Now you you I think you cracked up at the Elias and Baron Corbin thing that they did. I on did down a couple weeks ago. I did. So I mean another match that's just thrown together that is so. But at least they have an angle here. You know, it's not a good one, but they have something. And I don't then care for it. yeah, I mean whatever. Uh, Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. I think this is the other match right, outside right. of the uh, the Kevin Owens and 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 Seth match where I think okay, good work. It's not, it's not going to be what it could be with a crowd, but I still think they could get something out of this. And look, you know, this is Sami Zayn's opportunity, right? Because he came in as a guy who they were not confident could stay healthy to be uh, to be someone who could work consistently. He's the champion now. He's going against maybe the best guy in the company. They really he could really have a great match here and and Agreed. maybe get a little bit of confidence back in him. And I think it will be the best match. I think this actually could be the best match of the weekend. If if, if they if Brian can tell his story cuz he's a storyteller, but he's like Bret Hart. So I, I think that yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, this should be on a different night from Seth and Kevin Owens. 
I agree with you. We, we've got Ring of Honor. It's literally a Ring of Honor. It's the Ring of Honor title, bro, with those two matches. Literally. Especially with the fact that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were partners for many, many years. And Brian and Seth were partners a couple times, but they really feuded a little bit in um, 08, 09 Ring of Honor. So uh, it's just kind of funny that now here they, here they are wrestling in front of no people again, but getting a much bigger <laughs> paycheck. Much bigger paycheck. Um, and then uh, we got Asuka and Kyrie Sane against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Asuka's my favorite. So she's great. Yeah. She's the best. And she's adorable on her YouTube channel. Completely adorable. I love her. And she's 38 years old and she looks like she's 19. Yeah, she, she looks good. She looks good for her age. Uh, and lastly, at least the last match that I know of, they, they may add something before now and uh, this weekend, but Otis and Dolph Ziggler. Who cares? With, it's com- Mandy, it's comedy. with Mandy Rose. You remember when, remember when we get uh, Christian against uh, Chris Jericho with Trish Stratus, you know, in the corner or, you know. And, that I mean, way, I mean, and that's way better than this. Well, let's let's even go further. Hogan and Savage with Elizabeth. Now we get Otis and Dolph with Mandy Rose. What a step down, bro. Well, I mean, I'd rather do the Rick Martell. See, what they should have done is done the Rick Martell, Shawn Michaels thing where Mandy and Sissy don't hit each other in the face because they're both they're both very handsome men. <laughs> and just by her saying that, you've already got Otis over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this, then, is like a, this is one of those like second match on the card things, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. And then uh, you have Rob Gronkowski as your host. What'd you think of Gronk's SmackDown appearance? He's got weekend? charisma. He's got a lot of charisma, man. That guy has tons and tons of charisma, dude. Tons of charisma. I think he could go far. Didn't he almost like kill a guy once on the uh, and got suspended or whatever? I, I've seen that when he, he hurt that guy. But other than that, bro, he's got a ton of charisma. Ton of charisma, uh, potential like crazy. I think he could be a star, uh, or he could be like Mongo McMichael because Mongo had a lot of charisma too, but could never really figure it out in the ring. But who knows? Did you see the dance? I don't like the dance. (laughs) The dance was bad. Alex, shades of Alex Wright, bro. Exactly. Um, Okay, but uh, before we get out of here, I want to know what is your plan. Because WrestleMania parties of the past, uh, not, there is no party, bro. There's no party. Okay, you're not. You can't even order food. Like you're not. Like what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna have like, what are you gonna do? Like you, we have two nights of WrestleMania. This is like the Tokyo Dome all uh, again. How dare you compare this to the Tokyo? <laughs> if I tell Dave you said that, bro, you're gonna get in a lot of hot water, bro. Because he'll get more mad than I am. <laughs> he'll think you're crazy. And I was at the Tokyo Dome. I was at the Tokyo Dome this year. So, um, wait, did you go to both? Yes, I went to both. I did. I Amazing. did vlogs and everything. Yeah, I went to Amazing. both nights. Yeah, I was. It was a crazy time. Uh, and uh, oh, what a feeling! But anyways, uh, what am I gonna do? I'm just gonna watch it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably gonna cook or something. I I I've learned how to cook more, not much more, but a little bit more since I've been in isolation. So I'm probably gonna. I might get food. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I don't even think. I don't even think what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Much less then. You know. But Honestly. um. Do you plan to watch these shows live? Or are you going to yes. watch them later? No, I'm watching them live because we're going to do a KLB probably. Okay, um, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, you guys yeah, are going to yeah. do a podcast. Because Most likely. Dra- Draven's not even, Draven hates this stuff. He's not even watching anything, and he's Me downplaying too. it so bad. Me too. I don't like it either, man. I don't, I'm don't. i not watching anything either. I will literally like read the recap, and then if I see something interesting, I'll go check it out. And that's very, very slim to none. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, I think I think I'll at least do a Sunday show. Well, I don't know. I may do a Saturday show too, but uh, just to, you know, just to get reviews out there. It, it, it's it, hopefully, you know, I, I would have loved to see their ability to do a two night WrestleMania with a good card because, like last year's WrestleMania was like seven hours, or or with a crowd, or with a crowd. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I meant, like a real WrestleMania. And, and or, hell, they they could have even done a thing where they did it in two separate cities again. They could do that. I'm not saying it would be the best idea, but they could do it. Yeah, so... Let them have the resources, too. You know, I I think I'm going to watch this show... Uh, with everybody, because you know, people on my f- on my Facebook uh, group, uh, we're going to get together. I know people on your Facebook group are going to get the KLB Facebook group. You guys are going to kind of get chats going, so that's fun when you can kind of do the social distance watching with with people that uh, that that you talk to. No, daily. I don't think it's that fun, but it'll be. I mean, it'll be better than not, though. Oh yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the internet, we'd all be going crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. So the internet has saved the world from from being completely bored. But uh, what else is it? Is there anything else that uh, you wanted to bring up, or that you wanted to talk about, or that you wanted to, uh, you know? Okay, you- well, what's going on with the Hall of Fame? I know the ceremony got canceled. Are they doing the ceremony the night before SummerSlam? Like, uh, I, I don't understand what's happening with that. I think that's what. Uh, what is it? Davy's Davy Boy's aunt said that, right? I didn't. I didn't know that. I'm just guessing. I'm throwing guesses out there. I thought she said that they were going to do it in the summer for SummerSlam, but I. They, I don't know. You know who knows that. That's just. That's just what they're going to compete head to head with uh, New Japan in, in Mass Square Garden. And Unless they do it on a Friday. Yeah. No Thursday. I'll be on Thursday. Think of SmackDowns on Friday. Um. They, yeah. I, who knows? I, I. I mean, you would think if they were going to do it, maybe they don't have a takeover and they do the Hall of Fame instead. I don't know. I don't know. I think TakeOver would draw more. And they're were, you, were, you, were you going to go to that Hall of Fame? Oh, well, okay. I Yes and no. I was going to go, but I didn't have anybody to go with. So I was going to ask some of my friends who, like, and dude, none of my friends cared about this Hall of Fame. Because the Hall of Fame has become a clown show. Let's keep it real. It's Even it's with the not, NWO, huh? It's not, but it's not what it used to be, like... You know, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson ignoring the majority of their career. Uh, Kurt Angle dropping milk on himself. Like, the last great Hall of Fame was 30. I think it would have still been fun. And I like going out and seeing the guys, you know, be very thankful and humbled and all that. And I wanted to see the Bulldog because Brett would have inducted him. And I wanted to see, you know, the NWO would have been cool. But I feel like, I don't know, man. Like, it's the Hall of Fame is not what it used to be. But I did want to go. JBL for sure. Got to got to give him props. I did one and Liger. Don't forget Liger, which I was there for his last two matches, and I got a Red Bear Steakhouse jacket. By the way, very happy about that. I have a Red Bear Steakhouse jacket. Just a reminder, uh, like like my hero, Big Van Vader. Um, but uh, unfortunately, it's not going to happen anyways. But I was I did I was definitely going to take over for sure. I was definitely going to take over. I was not going to go to SmackDown, but I was thinking about going to the Hall of Fame. So I did not. I do not care about seeing SmackDown live, bro. I have no interest in seeing that show. Even even on TV, I don't like seeing that show. And I'm talking about before the coronavirus. I do not like SmackDown since the move to Fox. It's been boring crap. I do not like SmackDown. I don't disagree, though. I went to one in San Jose, the the live taping in San Jose, 
and I, I did the I did the Draven thing. I was a I was a seat filler, and so that was kind of fun because you get kind of moved around from good seat to good seat. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing happens on that show. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we're gonna have to do this, you know, again, and and not go a year and a half from recording together. But well, that was your fun. choice. That was your choice, not mine. <laughs> that was my choice because you replaced me with Laraka, and then you and then your excuse that I was too busy. You didn't even know if I was busy or not. No, I know you. I know you're busy because I, I would ask you to do something, and then it'd take you like seven hours to get back to me because i'm asleep that doesn't mean i'm busy it means i'm asleep I, I might not have been able to do a weekly thing with you uh but i could have done this or yeah, even sure. a couple even for a sure. couple of these that's why that's what i'm saying we, we, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll do it we'll do it again and it won't be in a in a year and a half and hopefully the bill will actually be fans in attendance not during our taping because that would be very crowded but you know, wrestling will hopefully go back. Well, the world will hopefully go back to normal by then. I I, I don't know how where we're going to be in a year because at this rate, I don't know if we're going to be in a month. You know, so it, it's well, a I weird. Mean, well, the other thing is I would love to bring the KLB on. but Are Draven, you sure about but, that? But, well, no, no, no. But Draven said he will not ever be censored. So he doesn't think he can do it. Well, are you censoring me? No, I'm not censoring you. Then there's nothing to worry about. No, but yeah, you guys would stir each other up, though, like crazy. No, he stirs you up more than... He stirs he stirs you up and stirs me up more than we stir each other up. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with that. That's, and he, like, and he likes that. it. And he likes it. And he likes to do it. And I called him out on it last time we taped. I said, you, you, you fucking do this on purpose, bro, and it's not funny. And I told him to stop doing it. He does it to you and to me, bro. Uh, but you got to love him, though. Him and his fucking mind games. You got to love him. Well, uh, I just want to say thank you to you to, uh, to for doing this. And uh, what is, uh, you know, your, your people, are, your, your people come out. I know the people who are listening to this from who follow you uh, from Geekdom 101 and World of Geekdom and your Emperor Big D on Twitter. Uh, what about Facebook and Instagram? Do you do all that stuff? Instagram is um, Instagram slash geekdom. They're all different, unfortunately. I don't have everything being the same. Um, call it bad foresight on my part, but geekdom big D is my uh, Instagram, and it's facebook.com slash geekdom101. That one should be easy to remember. All right, man. Well, thanks for hanging out here. And uh, like I said, we'll bring you back on soon. But. Uh, For Big D, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out.